0: Hey guys, Coach Christy here, uh, coming to you again with some more ponderings on how my humanity affects my horsemanship and how my horsemanship affects my humanity. Uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about the difference between um, deliberate action and default settings. And the reason why that's so important for us to talk about in con- in the context of horsemanship is... What we are doing in Pirellian Natural Horsemanship is attempting to literally rewire the nervous system so that when our horses make choices, they do so based on information that we've given them versus the default settings that they were given at birth. Right? Default settings are given by Mother Nature to ensure survival of the individual. But the ability for the for the nervous system to, system to adapt to find success in current you know circumstances uh, in my opinion um, promotes evolution right that the species can evolve beyond just surviving so what are some default settings in our horses is you know, anything that makes our brain go, oh, no, <laughs> you know, uh, bucking, rearing, biting, kicking, bolting, um, fidgeting, prancing, in, any of those behaviors that our brain thinks, oh, I wish you would stop doing that, or, or even worse would be, you know, I want off because this isn't fun to ride. And instead, we'd like to be able to install programming that promotes, um relaxation and partnership and lightness and impulsion and athleticism, which you can get from default settings as well. But <laughs> uh, long-term um, athleticism is better when it comes from more deliberate movement versus movement that happens because the, the horse got scared or feels dominant. And so if we're gonna look at horses default settings, we should also look at human default settings. What are some things that we do that would cause our horses to perceive us as predators? Well, some of the obvious things are are getting frustrated, right? If we get growly, if we get quick with our hands, if we get direct line, um, uh, if we get aggressive, you know, all of those things are the obvious things. But anything, any thought or emotion that we have that causes a self-preservation um, instinct in our bodies will cause the horse to perceive us as a predator. So even things like fear, if you get afraid, your biomechanics, um, uh, your your um, body will respond with self-preservation mode. So um, there'll be an adrenaline spike. Uh, your breathing will change, your heart rate changes, you might start sweating, your your pupils narrow, things like that. And the horse doesn't know why that happened. They don't know why that you started acting like a predator. All they know is that you did. And it's very unfair or unrealistic for us to expect our horses to act like a partner if we're acting like a predator. Another um, common default setting that causes our horses to perceive us as predators is when we get self critical right when in your mind you're saying negative and abusive things to yourself that also promotes a self preservation in your in your nervous system and it will cause you to present to your horse as a predator so these are things that we need to be mindful of because if i'm going to expect my horse to stop listening to mother nature and start making choices based on the information she's been given, then I need to do it first, right? When, when I think about being my horse's leader, I don't think of it as being my horse's boss, right? I want to be, uh, the one who leads the way, follow me and do things the way I do them and it will be beautiful, right? I want to, um, be the one who makes good suggestions. I want to make better suggestions than what mother nature does and have my horse choose those things because they feel good rather than do them just because I am bossy. I don't mind being bossy. That comes naturally to me. (laughs) And there's a time and a place for, um, you know, uh, not necessarily dominance, but I'm not afraid of the word obedience. All right. I don't mind, having moments with my horse where I say to her, hey, I need you to do this because I said so, all right? But that needs to be balanced with presenting her with puzzles to solve that encourage her to myelinate. All my sidekick trainees out there know what that means. I'm sure many of you know what that word means, right? To myelinate neurons that promote evolutionary behavior. In Pirelli... Pat says all the time that horsemanship is natural and I remember the first time I heard that and I thought no it isn't <laughs> like it's the ultimate prey animal and the ultimate predator trying to do things together what nature intended was for me to eat her not for me to ride her right so um it's not necessarily natural from the perspective like that's what mother nature had in mind it can be produced naturally without the need for force, fear, and intimidation, if you understand the nature of both prey animals and predators. And in both species, both in ourselves and in our horses, work towards more deliberate responses versus um, allowing default settings to keep um, popping up. Now, in the human, we would call that emotional fitness. But here, here's an important caveat to that, guys. In Pirelli, when we say emotional fitness, we don't mean a lack of emotions. We mean a deliberateness with your responses that doesn't allow emotions to dictate what you do in response to your horse's behavior. All right. Emotions happen for a reason, guys. And if you try to suppress them because you don't want somebody to see that you're having an emotional response because you, don't want to be perceived as lacking emotional fitness, you are going to do yourself harm. That's bad for you. Suppressing emotions um, causes, you know, mental and physical health issues. So don't do that. (laughs) What I recommend is that you get curious about them. Pay attention to those emotional responses whenever they happen, not just when you happen to be with your horse, right? Right. Notice what happens in your body and in your nervous system when a car cuts you off in traffic or uh, you know, when a family member says something critical or um, you know, when you see something upsetting on the news or, or on Facebook, things like that. Get curious about those emotions and then put space between when those emotions show up and when you do something. Right, your power in this instance is in the pause. Notice the emotion. Get curious about what's happening in your body, and the emotion itself will dissipate on its own without you fighting it or resisting it. Because what you resist, my friends, persists, as the as the very wise Tony Robbins says. All right, so it's important to not um, suppress our emotions, but the more you can be self aware. When they happen and then get curious about what's going on in your body, the more deliberate your responses will be to both your horsemanship, to your kids, to your spouse, to your parents, um, to, you know, everyday life. And I feel like um, I'll tell you, one of my life's goals has always been since I was very young. Is, has always been to have a life that I don't need a vacation from, right? To not feel like I'm caught up in a current that's taking me in a direction that I don't want to go. I want to feel like I have some say over my day to day life. And even if problems pop up, that um, looking for a solution to those problems is stimulating versus having to deal with someone else's problems, you know, at a job that I find unsatisfying. And the goal isn't to not have problems because here, here's when that happens, when you're dead. <laughs> That's when you stop having problems. The goal is to, to work towards up, upgrading your problems. Can you have problems that you find stimulating, or problems that, that at the very least promote growth and progress? And it's the same with our horsemanship. I, it's not that I don't have horse problems. I I have puzzles I'm trying to solve with all of my horses on a daily basis, from from very small, minute problems all the way up to you know fancy. How do I get the big you know maneuvers done? Problems, but um, what I'm getting better and better at is not engaging my l- limbic system when I have a problem. Right? Not allowing uh, or not needing. Adrenaline to get through a problem for, because I've allowed my nervous system to get into self preservation mode. And that's what we're trying to teach our horses to do, guys. So if you can't do it for yourself, how is it realistic for you to expect your horse to do it? All right. So in the Pirelli program, we, we often say that we're looking to develop partners who are calm, smart, brave, and athletic. And I would add to that that it's unrealistic and unfair for me to expect my horse to be any calmer, smarter, braver, or athletic than I am. So I hope that gives you something to think about today, guys. It is actually raining right now, uh, raining slash snowing here in central Iowa on January 22nd, 2019. So um, it's a good day for me to stay indoors and um, keep uh, developing programs that help support you in your Pirelli natural horsemanship journey. If you are enjoying my podcast, I would consider it a close personal favor. If you would like rate review, share, comment, um, on whatever platform you're using it on, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, hit the share button and and post to Facebook, all that good stuff. It, It would really help me to grow my audience and, um, have more ability to promote the Pirelli, um, mission which is to make the world a better place for horses and the humans who love them thanks so much for listening today guys and i'll talk to you again real soon have a great day bye